Welcome back to another episode of Convos with your mom's favorite. I am your host, your mom's favorite. And today I have a special guest with me. This is our actual first conversation with each other uh, over the phone. Um, we were introduced through my sister. Shout out to Lee. Uh, my good friend, Nicole. Nicole, how are you? I'm good. Yes. Um, major shout out to Lee. Um, I'm so excited that she um, connected us. And I'm excited to be here. Oh, that's good. That's good. So you have, we were connected because you just started an Instagram television page recently. She's mm -hmm. tuned in. Want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So she's tuned in is my baby. My first like project, I guess, that I've put out into the ether. Um, it's a TV art page on Instagram. I do have a Facebook and Twitter, but those followers are still like, growing. Um, and it's birthed just to tell like TV commentary through art. I saw like a need for that kind of space. So I wanted to kind of create my own lane. Um, I've always been interested in television and art is just something new that I just picked up and I wanted to challenge myself to see if I knew how to illustrate. And I taught myself in July and now the page has kicked off since January 3rd. That's what's up. That's what's up. Let's give you your flowers now. <laughs> Your page. Thank you. No problem. No problem. Um, so was did the pandemic kind of push you to like Sorry? did the pandemic kind of like push you to discover this or was it something that you always planned on doing regardless? So it was kind of a combination of things. I mean, I've always been passionate about television. Like, anybody who knows me knows that, like, all I do is watch TV, like, all day and night. Um, like, whether I'm, like, working, I always have TV on in the background. Like, if it's the weekend. And I just watch TV by myself. <laughs> like, I'm not, like, a big group. Like, unless it's, like, Insecure, like, Power, like, on Sundays, and I'll watch that with my roommate. But normally, I like to just sit, have some food, and watch, like, binge watch a billion shows, like, all weekend. But, um... At the beginning of the pandemic, yeah, I was sitting and I was talking with my roommates. Um, we were all just kind of like, you know, what's our thing? Like, what's going to be our passion? Like, what's going to be, like, our mark on the world or whatever? And that's kind of how I came up with this. They are like, you know, you watch TV all the time. Like, why don't you try to do something around television? And then I had started to see, I don't know if it was because of the pandemic, but I started to see, like, a lot of black art on Instagram. Like, a lot of illustrators, like, one of my favorite, um, Crown King, he does, like, animations and he's like a jamaican artist as well and i'm jamaican as well um and then i saw like on black girls illustrate a lot of different like black women illustrating and i'm like yo like i wonder if i could teach myself how to do this so i challenged myself i like <laughs> had mad reviews with my family like they were the ones who like nitpicked everything before i even thought about posting anything they were like you know like fill in all the spaces <laughs> like make sure right. it's not like just like whatever or they're like oh try this show whatever so i would run into like my sister shantae and collison and my cousin andrea and then once i figured i was good enough to try to post one i was like i'm gonna start it in 2021 like that's when i want to kick it off like start the year off strong and see how far i can go that's good. That's good. I had the I had a very similar experience with creating a podcast oh. because I like you. I watch TV all the time, mm -hmm. nonstop. Um, and I love talking about it. And since the job I have now isn't something I wanted to do, you know, forever, I mm. figured this is something that I would like to do forever. So why not give it a shot and see how far we can go? And maybe you know, one day this will be 
the job for me. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. So you know. So what field, if you don't mind me asking, what field do you work in now? Um, right now I work for a I work at a trucking company. Dope. I work. Yeah, it's just office work right now. Um, honestly, mm-hmm. it was just it was a step up from the job I had. Um, better pay, better hours, all of that stuff. So it's not a bad job. I work uh dispatch in the office. So cool. Yeah, but it's not something. It it's not very. It's a very stagnant job. So. You know, mm-hmm. and you want to like follow your passion. Yeah. So I feel that. Which is cool because it does give me the time because we do have like slow periods where I do get to. It helps me stay on track with like what I'm watching. And so I don't fall behind on too much of anything. I can do it at work because it's slow. So there's not much going on. So I just take the extra time to That's just watch great. shows and movies and do the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, I, like, thankfully, I work in what I'm doing, I guess. So, like, I, well, to, like, kind of rewind it back, whenever, before I started this, I always felt like I would probably do something with, like, food, like, maybe, like, a cooking page or something, because I used to work in food and beverage PR, which is um, when I met, we, your sister, so, um, but then I recently, at the end of 2019, I transitioned to become a brand marketer for um, different entertainment brands. So that's what I do now. So I'm in marketing. I'm in the entertainment space. Like, I work on a bunch of different, like, TV shows, like, documentaries and film. And so it's kind of, like, one, a hobby, like, doing She's Tuned In. But also, I'm looking like, doing research for my job. Like, I'm checking out competitive shows. Like, I'm like I can draw art about the shows that I already work on and stuff too. So it's kind of like um combining my passion with my career. So oh, that's, that's good. something that's yeah. That's good. So we are here to jump right into it. Uh okay. We have we talked about a couple different shows that we mm-hmm. both love and enjoy. Uh so let's start with Snowfall. Yes. And just how great the show is overall. Um, I got into it myself uh, last year, uh, early beginning of pandemic, right when I first got sent home, I got into it and I didn't, I wasn't sure at first it was, it was a slow start. Wasn't sure mm-hmm. whether or not I would keep going, but then Lee said she watched it. So then she needed someone to watch it with her. So I was like, okay, cool. Then we can do this together. So then I caught up and then it just got really good so good and now it's so good (laughs) i finished it in like no time at all and i was just ready i'm ready i'm waiting for season two i cannot wait for not season two the next season scar Mm -hmm. i cannot wait for yeah yeah no i'm i had this very similar experience as you so like i tried to start it like i want to say three or four times like both of my sisters told me about it they're like it's so dope like it's good try it but i feel like i kept getting stuck on like the first like two episodes yep on season one and i'm like i just can't get back like i fall asleep i'm like i don't know what's going on like but then i recently binged it like i want to say two or three weeks ago i watched all three seasons like I just sat and I watched, and, like, once I got past, like, the third episode, I was like, yo, like, this is really good. And the ending of season one and two were both really good, too, so, in yeah. season three, too. So, like, I feel like I just had to get over, like, those first <laughs> one to two episodes, and then now I'm, like, in it, and I can't wait. Yeah, I can't well. wait. Because mm-hmm. I'm happy that Franklin's okay. I'm happy that, mm-hmm. you know, he didn't 
nothing's wrong. I'm happy that for the most part, his organization is still intact because even though Mm -hmm. it's technically illegal, I still can't help but root for the guy. Right. And even I love like the direction that season three went. Sorry to cut you off. Um, That like they're talking about the government, like how the government's like pipelining these drugs. And like, it's not just, oh, like he's doing a hustle just because like. Right. It's because like they kind of have to. Well, not have to, but that's what they see as their way out. Right. And it kind of it shows because he's able to overcome and adapt to everything that's like thrown at him even a couple of times where he thought he'd have to like start over because he lost connects and even from the very beginning just him taking the one brick that he was given and turning it now into he has this big vast empire it's mm-hmm. it's very admirable even though it kind of shouldn't be but you kind of i love shows like that that right. have you so engrossed and so like you're rooting for the bad guy even though they are the bad guy Right. And I feel like even like his supporting characters too, I feel like they help like tell and push the storyline along too. Um, from like the deal like his connect or whatever, but also like how his uncle started off with weed and like he like helped him like build an like, you know, yeah. expand that business in his family and get more out of it and like helping his best friend like try to make some money and like do something. So like you said, it is like we are rooting for the bad guy, but it's like you want to see them win because they're like trying to do something and make something yeah. out of what they, little they had. Yeah, it's it's great. I love. There's this one scene that I can't get over. It's when Franklin's in the car with his best friend, and he mm-hmm. just got into an argument with. It's an alliance with Franklin, but. They, it's kind of like a rival gang and they got into it and Franklin stops the car and just the energy of Franklin in the car as he's like yelling at his friend because he's like messing up the business and he's like, yo, I'll drop you for this. And his friend doubts him, but he's like, bro, I'm so serious. I will drop you for this. Yeah. He's like, we work too hard. Like we work too hard for you to like mess it up. Like off of like just emotions or whatever like yeah it's like you gotta stay in line and one of my favorite like scenes is kind of similar to that one but it's um when melody she like gets on the drug that he's selling and his friends like he's like basically telling his friend that um like telling leon like um she's not like your girl like she's not gonna be like cracked out or whatever and he's just like yo like we sell this shit to them like hey, once you get on the drug like that's what's going to happen or whatever. Like he's basically trying to say like your girl's not better than mine just because of like who she was before. Like once you're on it, they're all the same. And I thought that was like both emotional and like so true. Yeah, it is very true. And for that's, it's kind of sad. It's kind of, it's another reason why we kind of shouldn't be rooting for Mm-hmm. Franklin to win because of how it's kind of destroying the community and the people around him. But mm-hmm. if you just remove that aspect from it, then he's They're getting a come up. Yeah, he's just a guy trying to make a look li- like he's just a guy trying to do better with what he was given. Right. So you can't. That's like yeah, that's the hardest part of it, especially like when um Melanie's dad, the cop, like drives him around and he's like, "Look what you're doing <laughs> to like right. the neighborhood." Like, he doesn't want to see it. But it's like, yo, like, this is what you're legit doing to your own neighborhood. Like, you brought it into your neighborhood. Yeah. It's a great show. I can't wait. February 24th. Yeah. It seems so far. (laughs) 
<laughs> but these months, like the day, the way like January flew by, January is usually the longest month that drags on, but like, yeah, it flew by. It, so. it flew by, which is a good thing, I guess, because you know, it does, like you said, usually drag on, mm-hmm. but it didn't this time. It just kind of like it flew by, and yeah. so much happened. So it just kind of, you know, by January, let's just keep it pushing. Right. For February, (laughs) what's next? Um, and yeah, that was good. So speaking of what's next, we can move into other things, like for example, for life. For life, which is another show in the same, a similar kind of storyline. It's just a guy fighting for his freedom and the come up from being set up. Mm Hmm. Because I started watching for life, but I couldn't get re- I couldn't get past Aaron, the guy who plays Aaron Wallace. I didn't really like mm-hmm. his attitude in the beginning. Uh, so it was it was difficult to get past for me to like the show. Like I'm like there's there's something in the show, but this guy here who you're telling me is the main guy, I don't like him. And if I don't like him, like about his attitude, he just felt very arrogant and snobby. Mm. And I'm like, bro, I get that, you know, you're trying to fight for your freedom, but you're in jail. You can't keep, like, biting everyone. I'm like, that's not how you get people to help you. You can't be aggressive. You have to learn to, you have to know when to be aggressive and when to apply the soft hand, too. And it seemed like in the beginning that he didn't know what was, like, he didn't know when to, all he had was just the one switch. It was just aggressive and everyone's the enemy and everyone's the problem and i just need to get out of jail by any means necessary mm-hmm. and i feel like they kind of did that to him no like i feel like nine years like nine years knowing you're innocent and you're sitting up in there and they just like telling you like give me the runaround give me the runaround nobody can like i think it was like find his case files or whatever like his wife had to like go and find it or whatever and do something like sketchy to get it but like I don't know. Like, I love him. I love Aaron. I mean, Nicholas Pinnock is the um, actor, but I love, like, the con- the con. Well, I don't love the concept of the show. Like, I obviously wouldn't wish that on anybody, but right. I love that he's, like, continuously fighting for his freedom, like, at any means. Um, I love that it shows, like, the flashbacks, like, of how he got there, but also, like, what he's doing to get out and, like, how his family kind of went through it because we all see, like, that kind of split up his family so it just always has me at the end of my seat like i feel like i'm always sitting in the episode like yo like what else are they gonna do to him like he can never win like they always just like strap something else onto his ankles like trying to pull him back down yeah and i'm happy that regardless of everything that they do he Mm -hmm. he still finds a way around it and he's able to get past it and figure out hey that's fine but this law tells me that that's irrelevant mm-hmm. so it's like bro everything they try he's still coming and that's that's yeah. kind of once i got past his initial like aggression and attitude i did kind of see it from his vantage point like yeah he's free and he is fighting for his freedom and though he's doing everything in his power to be free on the other side they're doing everything in their power to keep him from being free. 
Because they it's like it's crazy. They were trying to keep him from being free for covering up their own mistakes. Like they knew they went wrong, like right. from the beginning. But they're just trying to like keep their names clear and keep climbing their like political ladder. So they rather keep pulling this like one man down. Like I thought that was wild. Yeah, I was. I was definitely like the more you find out like how dirty it went and how deep it went and even how high up in politics it went just to keep this one man in prison mm-hmm. so that your whole system just doesn't unravel. And then for him to unravel it anyway, because then he started getting other outside people mm-hmm. to come in and help him and be like, Hey, this guy's innocent and you know it. And my favorite scene was when the assistant district assistant to the district attorney before he became attorney general that mm-hmm. he was like once once he had the moment himself that he realized, hey, I'm working for the wrong side. Yep. And when he was like the way he did it to where he just kept such a straight face, he was so calm with it. Like I, I appreciated that. I was laughing when you know, he got hit like when the attorney general got his mm-hmm. because they finally got you. And there was at this point, there is nothing you can do to stop it at all right. from happening to you. Like, there's nothing you can do now to stop this man's freedom. And then they still try, like, and then they still try to right. like, handcuff him in any way. Like, they let him out, but then it's like, yo, you're not really out. Like, and I mean, I guess that's, like, the truth for all, like, inmates who, like, get out and have to go on probation and stuff. But it's just, like, yo, like, this man is innocent. He didn't do anything. And you're still handcuffing him, like, throughout the rest of his life. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. I'm inter- I am interested to see how they move forward with the show. Because mm-hmm. a lot of shows, like, I know specifically for Prison Break, once the show mm-hmm. left the prison, it kind of dipped in quality. Right. So that I was am, similar for like Orange is the New Black as well. Like one place right. I got out, it was kind of like what else? Yeah, it's like who really cares? Yeah. Though, though with that particular show, it, for me anyway, I didn't. Um, she wasn't one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. So you got so, other lines, like storylines you could follow. Yeah. So I was like, yeah. okay, that's cool that she's out of prison, but I I want to know what happened to the other people she's met while she's still in prison. Hmm. Which I feel like that's kind of where this show is heading because, like, he's still, like, I mean, even when he was trying to get himself out, he would risk his innocence or, like, his freedom to save, like, some other people that are in prison, like, whether it was to still try to get himself, like, closer to getting out or he would just, like, feel like feel their story and know they're innocent, too. So, like, I feel like he's going to keep putting himself in risky situations. Like, he's definitely not going to stop until Jamal is, like, cellmate best friend gets out. But yeah. I feel like he's just going to keep putting himself in situations so he can try to get like as many people out as possible and i think that's dope i think that will be a good way to take the show to keep it still interesting i don't need them i will say i don't need them to drag out that whole jamal situation mm-hmm. like they let him out <laughs> let him out like because it doesn't seem well i unless they take the time to write that storyline as well as they did for aaron wallace then okay i'm here but it doesn't right. seem like his story doesn't seem as intricate as Aaron Wallace's, whereas his was just his sister's boyfriend was beating on her and he got tired of it and killed the man. Mm-hmm. So, but he does. He did have that little moment in um 
what was it, the end of season one? Yeah. Where they kind of showed, like, you know, his boyfriend or longtime, like, partner or whatever came and visited him in the jail. So I feel like that has, like, a bit of a storyline to get farther into. And I feel like his sister, like, I mean, the sister did tell, like, the, that the dad, like, they're, I think it was the dad that used to beat on them, too. So he got, like, a glimpse of that. But they could go a little deeper into him, I feel like. And, again, if they do that, I'm fine with it. I don't want them to just drag out. I don't need if we're going deeper into him, then cool. Go mm. deeper into him. I don't want them to try to f- keep the focus on his sister and just this one particular mm-hmm. incident for multiple episodes. Yeah, I feel that. Like just if you're going to build the story, then cool. Build the story, but don't just try to build the story, but connect it all to just this one yeah. particular incident because it may not just be that deep. Right, you're like, give him one more episode, <laughs> like, go all the way in, and then yeah. move on. And then we can move on, because now. there are, he did meet, like, a lot of people mm-hmm. in the prison system. Um, I would like to see, like, more about, um, what's the guy's name? He was with uh, Cassius. He was, like, his second in command. Oh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I don't I, remember his character name. I don't remember his character name, but I'd like to see... <laughs> more about him because one i still remember him from the wire and i liked his character in that too so i'd like for him to have more of a prominent role mm-hmm. going forward and the whole prison system and that could be another way they could keep jamal interesting because even though it seems like they made peace they could kind of you know just be like nah i'm gonna just tear that Not piece really. up a little bit and now right. and can we talk about Cassius? like 50 cents <laughs> He drops in to every one of his shows, just like comes in and shakes everything up, like. And I love it. Bad bully, <laughs> like every single time. Make, yeah, he does. Like from talent like, to this, I'm like, yeah. Like I does he does such a good job at uh, making you love hate him mm-hmm. and everything he's in. Like he's amazing. Like I got to give it to him. The the man's amazing. Because yeah. even from, like, the first scene, I'm like, yo, 50 about to cause problems. <laughs> That's his role. Like, he's like, like no. Like, like I, I executive freeze the show. I'm about to come in. I'm going to get me a few lines. And you're going to know who I was. Whether I'm dead, alive, come back, whatever. Right. And I'd like to see him back, too. Because the fact that he survived, cool. Mm-hmm. Please break him back. Because his I character his character seemed like the type to hold the grudge. And he's gonna he's gonna find his way back to the higher prison to just start all over again. Why not? You you heard the man say he had nothing to lose. So yeah, he was running inside and outside. Like the guards were afraid of him from their right. outside lives. I was like, okay. And I feel like that could be how Jamal's story continues too. Like they bring him back, he starts terrorizing Jamal because like they kind of need someone that Aaron's so tied closely to, like to keep him tied. To like the inside prison life, I guess. Yep, that could be how. I like Jamal kind of got to stay there. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I didn't even look at it like that. But yeah, I also don't like not so much focusing on them, just the outside mm-hmm. family dynamics, and mm-hmm. how like his best friend. Like I never like when it. they do that. Like don't don't go date his ex. Like no. Yeah. That was really, it's messed up. You understood why he'd never want to see you again. 
Mm-hmm. Like, and you can't you can't get mad at his wife, his still current wife, because he didn't sign the divorce papers yet. You can't get mad at her because she's still trying to hold out mm-hmm. for him because you want to move on with her. I'm like, bro, that's the man's wife. Like, <laughs> that's his family. That's his house. family. He has a daughter. Like, he has a daughter with this lady. Like, regardless of whether he gets out or not, he's still going to be a part of their lives forever. They have a child together that binds them. Mm-hmm. And then she had a child. I is, I'm mad at Marie. Like, I know he was like, he's not that mad at Marie. He can work it through. But, like, no. Like, you knew that was his best friend. You did not have to go there. Yeah. All these men out here, you could have went with anybody else. Anybody else but, like, his best friend? Yeah. And, like, I understand you ask him to watch over your family as you would, like, you want your best friend, should something happen, mm-hmm. to take care of your family. But I don't think that's, I know for a fact that's not what dude meant when he was not like, hey, all. take care of my family while <laughs> I'm in here. And then show up at the jail and be like, yo, we got to move on. We? We? <laughs> we? Like, my family and you? No. Nah. <laughs> you can no. move on and, like, right. go find another club. But not with my right. family. Yeah. And it's like, he was most mad at him. And, you know, this episode made me cry so much. Because it was just like, he also, like, didn't believe him. Like, he was convinced, you know, he's guilty and I'm taking his family. <laughs> like, right. I feel like because he wanted his family so bad, he even more convinced himself. Like, I don't even care if he's in this anymore. Like, he's guilty. And he's like, yo, you're my best friend. Like, if mm-hmm. anyone should believe that I'm not, it should be you. Like, you were running the club with him. Mm-hmm. Like, you really think dude would have you running a club with him, have shady dealings going on, and not tell you? If that could possibly land you in prison with him? Exactly. Like, he just wanted his family, and it's like, yo, he's probably jealous of him. Like, you gotta watch people like that. He's probably jealous of him his whole life, and just waiting for his moment, and he took his wife and his kid. Like, he took his whole family. Yeah, and I'm, I'm glad he realized that, you know, even though he tried to take them, that mm-hmm. they just weren't budging. And they were like, nah, yeah. we're going to wait for him. We're gonna, we still going to be a family. Like, it's that's not happening, bro. That that moment, once he realized that he still, that this was a losing fight, that he bowed out, I was very okay with him bowing out. Like, because yeah. I bowed never trusted you. Yeah. I, I never trusted him. I still, I don't know. This could be something they put in later on, but I definitely think he was involved somehow too. On the setup, right? Yep. I, he, I, I, I had that thought early on, like in season one. I'm like, no, nah, because especially because he took his family. But I'm like, I honestly think he just didn't know. But I think he just literally was jealous of him, or like just wanted his family. Yeah, because the way it seemed like he, it, it seemed way too quick. I don't even know the time frame, but like it just seemed way too quick for you to be like, hey, I'm going to move in with your family and I'm going to take this because you in jail for life. Right. Like there are some times where I'm like, yo, he he might have not known, but nah, I don't trust that he didn't know. Yeah. He I, turned, he, I feel like something like he did something. Yeah, he's gonna, like karma's a bitch. Like he's going to get his. He's going to get it. Like. And. Whether it's on screen or off, just I'm just need him to get it. I don't really because or honestly, if they want to choose the, you know, bigger person role and 
Take yeah. I don't, you know. I guess yeah. that'll be fine. If they, you know, Ugh. come back and join forces and start like working together again. But uh, he no, should definitely no. keep his I, I don't want him around <laughs> him at all ever. Like, no. First of all, Aaron don't even need to open nobody's business. He's gonna leave that alone. Like focus on his lawyer thing, like no other nothing else. <laughs> like, that's it. Well, you know, he could help finance like a place for him. No, that's too much. No, no, (laughs) nothing. (laughs) He's a snake. Okay. And then the final thing I wanted to talk about was like for life, his mom, the reunion with his mom. Okay. I don't think I got that. That was emotional. Oh. But it's fine. Okay. Well, I don't want to say it. I don't want to ruin it. I don't want to ruin it. No, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. His mom never visited him, only his dad. And then it's like Thanksgiving or whatever in season two, and the mom shows up. And like she's all emotional all over the place, whatever. He's literally, he has no emotions. And I feel like that plays a part of like Aaron's arrogance and like his like, uh, what is it, like cold exterior or whatever, because his mom didn't even, like she didn't want to see him like that for like nine years. Like he didn't hear nothing from you, and now you come and you're all emotional, and you thinking like I don't have no feelings towards you at all, good or bad. That's, that could be rough, but I kind of you kind of yeah. get where the mom. I kind of get where she's like coming from. It is a difficult. Well, no, I don't personally mm-hmm. get it, but like you know, you could kind of get where she's coming from. It's kind of a diff. It's not for everyone mm-hmm. to deal with someone in prison, and though you might mm-hmm. want your loved ones, you might think that like you know the ones who like birthed you and raised you and they've kind of, you know, had your back that they'd be there, but Mm -hmm. certain things are just too tough for like, it's not for everyone. Certain things, just certain people can't deal with. And that might've been, I guess maybe she could probably could have wrote him. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying come once, like show up once, let him see how hard it is for you. And then be like, yo, I can't do this again. But he hasn't seen you since before he got locked up, like nothing. Like, no. And then he's seeing his dad often. Like, I feel like that was hard. And he finally broke down. She's like, just yell at me to say something. And he like broke down and let her have it. I'm just like, yo, like, and I was the same episode with Darius, but it's just like, yo, Mm. He let them all have it. He let Marie have it. He let mom have it. He let Darius have it. He's a bird. Well, that's good. Because, I mean, at one point or another, they all kind of just turned their backs on him. Mm-hmm. And was just like, yo, they like you could tell that they all had that moment where they thought the man was guilty. Mm-hmm. And. Except for his daughter. She never gave up. Yo, she, she was a trooper. Yeah. The whole time. But all of the adults had those moments where they thought that the man was guilty and that that's kind of where he belonged. Mm-hmm. So you can't you can't blame the man for being like, yo, y'all all turned your backs on me. Like when I needed yeah. you the most, knowing like the kind of person he was, that that's not really, exactly. you know, the road he'd go down. So, yeah, you know, I would probably do the same, if you know. It's a very human emotion for like how he mm. handled that. I think. Yeah, I was proud of him for finally getting it out, and look, so he could move forward. Yeah, because you know that stuff will eat you up and you know harm you emotionally and physically even. Right. So yeah, um, 
I guess. But yeah, for life. It's a great show. Love it. Yeah. I'm happy I uh pushed past the first couple episodes and went back yes. and gave it another and, and Aaron's arrogance yeah. at the beginning. <laughs> I'm happy, you know, I was able to get past that because it's a really good show. And I think, yeah, I started watching episodes one and two. I didn't finish episode two. And then when I remembered we were talking today, I was like, yo, this was a topic. So let me try again. Mm-hmm. And then I think I watched the rest of season one on Thursday. Huh. Yeah. You've been shows quickly. Yeah. <laughs> like, dedicated day. And you're just like, all right, that's yeah. it. Like, like I said, it's, I'm at work. It's very slow. So like while I'm working, I just put my phone right below my computer screen and just keep it going because it helps the time pass at work and I'm, you know, being entertained. Mm -hmm. So it definitely helps because that's how also that's how I watch Grownish. (laughs) (laughs) Because I, um, and it's weird because shows like Grownish and even we mentioned Orange is the New Black. I like mm-hmm. like the main character that I'm supposed to care about. I end That's up not, care about. not caring about them. And like if they Who left you the care show. About in Grownish? In Grownish, I'm all about Aaron. Big fan of Aaron. And like the I'm a fan of the guys of the show. Not saying that there's anything wrong with the girls in the <laughs> show, but that's those are who I'm just the most invested in at the time. Mm-hmm. Because Zoe to me seems very she's seems very entitled and selfish and like kind of bratty at times. Mm-hmm. When like things don't go her way. And I'm not a big fan of that. So I'm like Zoe, you can just go. Like, when I thought, when she got kicked out of the school, I was like, or when she left, I was like, is she just leaving the show and then the show's just going to continue without her? Mm-hmm. That would have been okay that for would me. Be, yeah, I mean, that's how a different world happens. Yeah. With, yeah. You know? That, that would have been okay for me, but she's still there, so, you know, we still have to deal. I guess. It's true. I feel like the like supporting characters, they all have strong enough storylines where the show could go on without Zoe. And even though I don't want it to, because I mean, I I think I do have a controversial opinion or whatever, because most people that watch the show don't like Zoe, and I do like Zoe. Okay. Um, she's like, I mean, she's the main character. I feel like it's because I'm so invested like, in Blackish and stuff, and I, so I just like seeing her in a new setting, and I like, I know she has a lot of room to grow. But I like seeing her, like, go through, like, the dating and trying to figure out who she should, like, date or, like, trying to figure out what who she even wants to be, like, what career she wants to choose, like, if she's being, like, a good friend or not, which most of the time she's not. Nope, she is very not. selfish. <laughs> she's very selfish. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I like Grownish. I like Zoe. I mean, Zoe in the show, she's a Taurus and I'm a Taurus. So I do kind of see a lot of myself in her. I just like the brightiness and, like, I am kind of selfish a little bit, but not purposely. But, um, yeah, I like Zoe and I like the um, the twin sisters, not twins, but the sisters. Yes. I like their, like, storyline. I like that they're, like, trying to make something of themselves. Like, I felt that a lot, too, like, because I played college basketball 
um, I just played basketball growing up, period. But, like, just trying to, like, feel like you have the skill and, like, your family's been rooting for you. They put so much into it. Like, you want to try to succeed. So I love their storyline as well. Yeah, it's really cool because um, where was I going? Oh no, that's what I was saying. Um, because Zoe, okay, she's she's cool. I won't give her yet. She's mm-hmm. she's cool, but it like you said, it seems like she's still like she does have room to grow, but it seems a like lot. a lot of room to grow, and it seems like it's happening a lot quicker for everyone else mm-hmm. around her than it is for her. Like it seems like everyone else, it kind of like okay, this is kind of what I need to learn to be a better person moving forward. Cool. Got it. I'm going to be a better person. And they are better people for it. Whereas Zoe's like, hey, this is what I need to be a better person. But nah, I don't really feel like it right now. So I'm going to keep doing it my way. (laughs) And it's not until she has like no other option to change and become a better person. Then she's like, hey, I'm I'm better now. I'm going to try to be better. Everyone still accept me now. and love me. <laughs> so I think that's my personal issue. But everyone else is great. I love Vivek. I don't think yeah, he gets enough. Hilarious. I don't think he gets enough screen time. No. He always drops in with like the funny moment or like just the moment you need. <laughs> like yeah. when it's not here. <laughs> right. Because like this whole uh speaking this most recent episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I do. I did appreciate how like they were having girl talk, but it's like Vivek's there, mm-hmm. and he was giving input, which was kind of I thought it was kind of valuable input because it was the male perspective on an issue that she kind of needed, but everyone was just kind of like ignoring him. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, see, which is women we do. <laughs> We'll hear it, but we're like, oh, what does my girls think? Like, I just want to well, you know, it's cool. I'm glad, agree with us. I'm glad you said it, so I don't have to. <laughs> it's true. You know, but I do appreciate shows like that. Also, I think that the show as a whole kind of over glorify the college experience. You think? Because whereas. Uh, it could be maybe it's just the colleges that like I've gone to and like when visited when I was going to visit like friends and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. It seems like they, everyone there kind of lives like this, like almost like it's a celebrity life, but just like on college on a college campus. Yeah, I do. I see what you're saying with that. Where there was only like there seems to only be like a few students struggling whereas for pretty much all of the campuses i've been to a majority of the campus is struggling (laughs) to like get through and it was like trips to the calf they're like in the calf all the time and i know i personally couldn't do it (laughs) like it was very rarely it was just hey whose room are we at today Mm -hmm. and not really i think they could do a better job, but then again, I don't live in Cali. I don't know if that's what the life is. Yeah, like. that that's what I was about to say. I feel like these are like rich little California kids. Like they have yeah. like 
they're influencers since high school and they bring like that's how Zoe was like she was an influencer like none of my friends like were influencers in college like none of us had like well first of all I went to like college well I went to three different schools but like my main college experience from sophomore year to senior year um was in West Virginia and like we we didn't have like those big high parties or like huge internships like where are you entering at unless like unless you move over the summer and like go do something like you're not really getting that like kind of exposure experience or whatever so that's definitely over glorified i feel like like no me dating a teacher i mean i don't know maybe people didn't do that in college but i don't know <laughs> like <laughs> those experiences yeah those were definitely not the same at all yeah so i kind of you know maybe not tone it down a lot but maybe just a little bit to make it more realistic to like a wider audience and what like actual like what the general college experience is like and not just Mm -hmm. like this one specific instance because i even think i mean i no go go ahead ahead. ahead. um but (laughs) i even feel like um show like a different world was the college experience for me personally like it was i resonate more with that college experience than watching grownish because i feel like i went through a whole lot more of what they went through mm-hmm. then but then again i am also 30 this year so things <laughs> are also different right so i have to take that I, i'm learning now that i have to take that into consideration when watching TV, though it may not resonate with me, doesn't mean it's not resonating with the target audience. Right. And I feel like that's too, like, taking away from the characters and, like, their, like, lux, like luxury lifestyles or whatever, I feel like the stories that they're telling, like, when Zoe went to that party, like, she was called Cup Girl or whatever, like, Cup Bitch or whatever the word was. But, like, I feel like those type of parties were happening, like, when Aaron was an RA and, like, trying to do movie night and stuff, like, those things definitely happened when I was there. So, like, the situations and the scenarios are the same, but I feel like the luxury part and, like, I don't know, like, yeah, the celebrity involvement and, like, the clue, like, being celebrity adjacent and stuff, like, that stuff wasn't there when I was in college. Yeah. But definitely, like, rooming with my girls, like, I got an apartment with, like, my three closest friends, like, those kind of situations definitely happened, (laughs) like, I can connect with a lot of those. Yeah, it's still, it's a very good show overall. Stemming mm-hmm. from a very good show overall, because I love Blackish, love it, mm-hmm. and I'm kind of upset. I didn't. I might have to go back now. I didn't start watching from season one. Mm. I believe. Let me get the actual of when I started watching Blackish, because. I don't know. I I heard of the show. I knew it, but mm-hmm. it wasn't. Um, it wasn't something that I saw myself getting into just on a regular basis. Why was that? Um, I don't know. Honestly, it just wasn't really my. For the, I think at the time when like Blackish first came out, I kind of, if it wasn't action or like comedy based, 
but like the raunchy comedy i kind of wasn't with it or it shows like because of how it dealt with current social issues it's kind of like that's not really why i watch tv mm-hmm. i'm kind of watching tv to kind of just take a break from real world social issues so i kind of i stayed away from the shows that brought that to the forefront as i'm watching tv got you but then yeah i think i started watching around season five i started season five of blackish and then i've been watching since i've watched it from the very start (laughs) like i like from when they were like little babies like i i mean the first like at first the title of the name obviously i feel like like everybody else kind of threw me off i'm like blackish like they're not really black like what's it really going to be about but like tracy ellis ross like her humor and her like presence in any show and then like paired with all of the other characters like it's so good like anthony Anderson, like it's no. so good like they bounce off of each other like i feel like the like the comebacks like the clapbacks and stuff are very like it's needed and it's funny and they're like also teaching you stuff while you're watching it no i get that i like i get it now that i definitely mm-hmm. i've definitely been kicking myself like bro you should have been watching <laughs> this from the beginning because it's um it's just a like you said it's a great show it's got something for everyone. Mm-hmm. Like, um, it shows like all age groups that can watch it. It shows it makes it paints us in a different light compared to yep. everything else that we're getting now. Like it I love the the family dynamic because again, most shows it's usually like a, a single parent and like mad kids or like there's not really or like there's a family there's like issues but it's like the family's on the verge of breakup like the family's on the verge of divorce and Mm -hmm. you don't really get the the happy like you do have because every family has happy moments and sad moments not every black family has just the one parent and -hmm. the kids trying to make it i know like that's that's not how i lived like you know Mm we i still have both my parents we we do have our ups and downs, but for the most part, it's a whole lot of ups. Mm-hmm. And we do have like the, just like how they have like the Johnson family traditions. We definitely have Harmon family traditions that we still do to this day. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm definitely, I was late to Blackish, but I'm <laughs> definitely glad that I'm here now. Yeah. I mean, same. I mean, I feel like I, cause I also, similar to your experience, I both, I both my parents as well. And, we do have like Henderson family traditions and stuff. And it's like crazy because it's like, I see my family like somewhat in this, but I also see like the family like I hope to have one day. Like that's all I have. Like I want to have like me and my husband, like I would love to have four kids. Like, I don't know. I don't know if all my parents living with me at like all the time, but (laughs) I feel like that's like what I aspire my like family life to be. Like I want to be, I would like to make a lot of money so I would like to be in like an upper class black family and like you know but still knowing my roots and still knowing where I came from and that's why I love the show so much and I feel like even like having his parents there it gives me like George Lopez feels like whenever his mom was in like that like that like humor they bounce off of each other they remind him of like who he used to be like yo (laughs) check yourself kind of (laughs) so I love that little like 
bow, rainbow, Michelle. Yeah. I kind of appreciate it too, just because you kind of, I love it when the acting is so good that you kind of almost forget while you're watching it, that these people aren't related. And like, it's not just a whole bunch of cameras in their house. Mm-hmm. And that like, it is a show, but you kind of feel like you feel the family vibes, you feel the family energy, you feel the family moments. And yeah, it's a, it's a great show. I can't wait to see, you know, what they go to next. I get excited when you know like certain episodes are coming, like the Halloween episode, to see mm-hmm. what they're dressing as what this year. Next. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I love I love like- those episodes. Mm-hmm. But I also love that this one show could like get so many spin-offs. Like they literally can take this show from the past <laughs> to right. like the present to like grownness, like basically like the kids' future. Like they drop the reality version of it, somewhat reality, somewhat scripted like black af like that was good and like and that gave us so much insight into like okay so this is what blackish is based off of like these are like oh that's two juniors or whatever like that's who zoe's both of the daughters like it was so dope like i just love how much depth the writing is from this one show like how much they've created yeah he kind of he definitely did a kenyan barris did a good job with kind of like giving himself good roots to where like you could just take it anywhere Yep. and go anywhere and, in the bag like <laughs> that too anywhere <laughs> anywhere like you could just i appreciate that because it also it makes you it's just it's a proud moment it makes you feel proud to just be black being honest mm-hmm. like you know and i've come to more recently in like the past couple of years i've just been more finding more and more love and just a greater appreciation for my people so the content i'm watching now kind of just reflects that more than it has in the past to where yeah to whereas before i honestly i would um kind of not 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 watch but i'd kind of like stay away from like black cinema um but then now it's just give it all to me good bad and different i want it I want to just consume all of the black content because my eyes are open and I love my people and we're great. Yeah. I mean, what do you think made you like stay away from like, you didn't want to see bad content, I guess. Um, well, yeah, I think, uh, for the most part, I probably didn't watch. I don't know. Honestly, I didn't have the appreciation for my people myself. Mm -hmm. Um, I was kind of, uh, I wouldn't want to say anti-black, but mm-hmm. almost there, if I'm being honest, almost there mm-hmm. at one point. But, um, yeah, luckily for me, you know, my people didn't, as black people do, we don't really abandon everyone. They kind of just held down. Right. And then I just kind of, like, I woke up. And that's honestly what it felt like. Like, I was sleeping. And I woke up and I'm like, yo, what was wrong? Mm-hmm. Like, why didn't... Now you're here. Yeah. Now I'm here. So. Right. No, that's dope. I mean, I feel like I didn't have that experience, but I feel like now seeing so much like black people represent, represented in like these top hit shows, like 
because like growing up like when I was younger and stuff like I didn't see myself in hardly any shows so I did watch like a lot of like mainstream content which was white content um and those are like oh those are my favorite shows or whatever like but now I have so much content so much more that I can relate to now like I'm not just watching it just to watch the storyline and cry a little bit because I like to cry on every show like if it's, <laughs> if it's supposed to make me cry that is what like hooks me to it I like I love drama and romance like romantic shows or whatever but no like I feel like seeing myself now is like way more important like shows like Insecure shows like Grown ish, like shows where I see black women like my age or a little bit older than me or a little bit younger than me, and they're doing the same stuff that I am, going through the same struggles that I am. Like, those are the type of shows that I want to watch and right. like I want to tell other people to watch. Yeah, I'm definitely about that because it's important. Mm-hmm. It's important now more than ever, I think it is important because we need it. Like, we need yeah. to see people, like, we need to know that there's not just two lanes for black people, mm-hmm. like, just in life. There's, there's like, all of the lanes. All of them. And, that and it's, like, I don't want to see the same black character every time. Like, I, we are so, like, we have so many facets. We're all multifaceted, like, different layers, different, like, people. Like, so there's right. so many different black stories to be told. And I'm happy to see it in, like, different angles, like, not just all drug or crime shows are all comedy like like far-fetched comedy like it doesn't make sense like i want to see us like in dramas i want to see us like in serious stuff like i'm see all of it sci-fi like right I'm see it all. and i'm definitely appreciate i'm appreciating the there's kind of like there's been a switch in like hollywood to where we're getting more of that content Mm-hmm. And I'm definitely I'm just here for all of it. Give give me all of it. Like I love the yeah. the the switch to where hey, there's something for you, and there's some like different people. We're all different, but mm-hmm. we're the same general people. So we need the difference. But mm-hmm. they kind of there's different people, but we all still like we're dealing with the same thing. So show me how we're all handling it. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate how we're um how content now is definitely mm-hmm. taking a turn to where we're just better better representation is the best way to put it. Yep. And it's it like I don't always need and like for me, like I don't always need to see a once white show or like a once white movie or whatever turned all black now. Like, cause I mean that's not realistic and that's not always like how it's gonna be. Like I like writers and like producers and stuff because like Shonda Rhimes who like recently Bridget James like she put us in that she's <laughs> like in those characters right. in those scenes she sprinkled us in she sprinkled us throughout like obviously she couldn't just make it all black but like she found she got the, like the seat at the table and she put us in it and like I can see her like expanding that so much more so I'm like interested to see more writers and more creators do stuff like that as well as all black content but like you know, like yeah. diversify it and like put everybody in it. Yeah, I'm definitely. And let us all see ourselves. Yeah. Because what's better than seeing ourselves on TV? Right. You know. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> right. Then seeing ourselves in some art because I mean I do like TV and art. That but, too. Yeah. You know. That's what I'm trying to do. Because, and it's kind of we kind of are seeing ourselves in art. I get you meant like you know like illustrations and paintings, but. TV is an art form. 
you know, you do have to be a special kind of person to go on the screen and like evoke emotion in people. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think this is us does very well. Mm-hmm. Um, because I have yet to see an episode of this is us that didn't have me ready to shed that one tear like Denzel did in glory <laughs> at the end. Yes. They do such a, it's such a great show and they do such a great job just going from the, just the back and forth between times to tell the story. And you just, it feels like you're peeling back an onion with mm-hmm. every episode of the show you watch. Like I just, um, it's, no, go ahead. The storytelling. It's like the storytelling for me. Like the fact that they can tell so many different, intri- uh, intri- I can't say the word, but <laughs> intricate. Yep. <laughs> that. <laughs> so many intricate, I must stop saying the word. So many stories from like, they start with few characters. They can throw in a new character at any point and it makes sense. Like right, I don't. I've never seen a show do that, and it's amazing. No, it's, it's great how they do it. I just and I love that they not they're not afraid to tackle the big stuff as well as they're not just trying to tell just the easy stories. Mm-hmm. Like they're still telling the rough stories, like how how last season how they were breaking down, how they started to break down, and they're still breaking down all that Randall went through as mm-hmm. a black kid growing up in an all white home and then even now going into like Kate's issues mm-hmm. which is a lot i think Kevin has a lot of issues too and maybe they they can start going into those more cuz for me personally it doesn't seem like his life it doesn't seem like to me life happened to Kevin mhm his kind of almost seemed like his own personal choices that like he just made a whole bunch of the wrong ones. Whereas mm-hmm. Randall didn't choose to be left by his mom. Like Randall didn't choose to, you know, not Randall didn't choose to be left by his dad at a fire station. And like Kate didn't choose. Well, she did choose to have an abusive boyfriend, but she didn't know at the time that he was, you know, mm-hmm. abusive. And she was, you know, that he was taking advantage of her grief. Mm-hmm. And everything that she was going through, but and she didn't choose grief either, and that's right. like a part of what made her gain so much weight. Like she didn't choose that either. Well, not perfectly, mostly no. Yeah, you know, like, and I will say though that how Jack died, I thought was I thought it'd be more mm-hmm. than just him like having a heart attack on the table. I don't know what I was expecting, but it definitely just wasn't. Like, because of how great they made this man seem and continue to make this man seem, Mm -hmm. I definitely was going to, like, once I saw the fire, I'm like, oh, he died in the fire. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. But then I'm like, no, he survived the fire, but then he had a heart attack afterwards. And just kind of, that's it. It was kind of a letdown. Yeah. I feel like the hype was built up so much, like, what happened to Jack? (laughs) And then that happened. Like, I'm we like, were expecting, like, get hit on the side of the road, like, Grey's Anatomy, like, right. now. Like, we were expecting, like, drama, dramatic, like, something huge, but. But that's it. That's all we got. <laughs> it was a bit of a letdown, but the show itself hasn't been a letdown 
at all. They've done such a phenomenal job. I um the episodes with their mom, that episode where she got lost mm-hmm. going to get a cake. I I'm gonna admit I did more than just uh deal with that one tear. Mm-hmm. Like I, I kinda cried like a little baby watching that episode dealing with because that one that one kinda just hit me personally. Because mm-hmm. my grandfather had Alzheimer's and he's mm-hmm. had those moments where like he just kind of got lost in the city and didn't know where he was at. And how like I just it brought back that whole panic. And I'm like, yo, I hate this show for making me remember all of this while trying to escape yeah, all yeah, of this. <laughs> hmm. I feel like it does that, though. Like This Is Us does that. Like and no matter who you are, you're going to find a way to like personally connect with it and it's crazy because it's like you don't know which character it might be you don't know like because i'm sure it's like starting the show you probably weren't thinking like oh yeah rebecca is gonna be the one that like gets me there right or, like whatever but like you find it like in each of the characters and like each of their stories it's so like i feel like they do such a great job like showing them as kids like okay so this is where it stems from like it's not just out of nowhere Right. And then they'll like speed it up a couple years or whatever past where you're at, and then they'll come back to present, and then they'll take you back to like when they're younger again. I'm like, dang, like yeah, they're doing a good job. And shout out to the casting director yeah. too, mm-hmm. because they they've done a phenomenal job at like just choosing everyone, choosing the Pearson children from children to adults. Mm-hmm. They've done just an overall fantastic job at like. I'm like, bro, you look just like them. <laughs> like, legit. Like, like, they have them, like, kid, kid, preteen. <laughs> right. Like, I'm like, like, how did you find the same person at different ages in their life to be on the show? Right. It's, it's wild. And then they, then they bring in, like, their kids and, like, their kids. kids. Like, I'm like, wait, what? Like, at, every time, like, I'm just like, yo, another character. But it always makes sense. It like, always like, makes it sense. Always like, I love it. I love everything about the show, everything. Like, I love, obviously, that it makes me cry, but I love that, like, it all makes sense. And, like, nobody's, like, struggle or whatever is bigger or smaller than anyone else's. And I do think, like, Kevin's struggles, like, his make sense as a white male in America. Like, you don't really have, like, I mean, you could have some struggles, but not really. Right. You're never really set up for failure. So it's, like, it makes so much sense. Like, yeah, he does have, like, the drinking problem and stuff, and that is, like, like horrible but like it shows that like his other siblings definitely had it worse which we do like white women and black men like do have it worse than a black um, a white male in america like yeah. period. period so it shows like, like yeah honestly that was i never thought about it like that but that does make so much sense mm-hmm. but yeah like it's it's a great show it makes me all gives me all the feels which yeah. i don't really generally like doing but it's a good show. I didn't know what to expect going into it because I had never saw the trailer. It was just one day I came home. My brother was like, yo, I'm about to watch this show. You want to watch it? I'm like, sure. And then I watched it and then I was hooked since. And now I'm For even. Me. Okay. Yeah, good. I was just saying that, like, you know, ever since I've, you know, I appreciate it and I love the show so much. And how it kind of just 
it's a break like it's it's a breakdown of it kind of feels like the show's keeping up with the times because even how they're dealing with like the quarantine mm-hmm. and like this whole thing i'm like bro how do you know like i get how they know but it it was great to see how they portrayed how we all felt being home and not mm-hmm. really being able to go anywhere and just everyone's fears and the whole nine and i just i can't wait for it to come back you know this yeah. season like i get you know they had to shut down again because of covid again but i'm like dang yeah. this season's way too good please hurry up right it's just like i just love how randall has became like the star i'm just like okay randall like you know moved on he had his like little storylines or whatever but this season it was like no this is about randall he's gonna tell his story like he's gonna find out his past like give him his moment of shine and i love him like some people don't like randall like i know some of my friends don't they're just like oh like why is it always something why is it always randall but i just feel like I feel him. Like, no. Nah, I feel him. I he think has a lot he, of has, stuff to work through. he has the most interesting story of everyone on the show. Definitely. So, I definitely, I'm glad that they're taking the time now to go through this and they're not trying to, where they could have done like one episode, we're dealing with his issues with his, uh, his dad. And then the next episode, they're like, we're dealing with issues with his mom. I appreciate the fact that they took the time. Okay. We're going to start with your dad. We're going to work that all the way through. Mm-hmm. Think you're getting better. And then boom, we're going to throw in a wrench in the plan mm-hmm. because I lost it when I found out that his mother wasn't dead. Bro. <laughs> I was like, what? And then to find out she wasn't dead, but then she did die before he could even meet her. Like, right. dang. I'm like, okay. You can't catch a break. Like, at, at all. all. But then even that moment, I just kind of, like, my heart broke for him when he found out that his mother was alive and he didn't want to find out the truth because he thought that that would then mean that his dad was lying to him. hmm And, like, my heart broke in that moment because I'm like, I know that, you know, that his mom, that he didn't know. Mm-hmm. But he didn't know, and I'm, but Randall didn't know, and I'm like, bro, it's okay. For, like, find out because it's gonna be okay. Right. But yeah, that episode was great. That episode was beautiful. Yeah, I mean that, and then like even when he had to like pretty much beg Rebecca to like go to the treatments and stuff, it's just like because he he didn't have like I mean he lost Jack, he lost his real dad. This is before like he knew like his mom was like even the thing like Rebecca was it for him and he's like no like I need you and like I feel like Kate and um Kevin like didn't understand it but like I was with Randall I'm like I'd be on his side all the time but yep I just love like his dynamic with his family members and like he'll forgive Kevin for anything even for the worst of the worst like mm. I'm still very like and I'd love like his wife. I mean, she's amazing. I love like Beth. she's by his yes. I love Beth. She's by his side no matter what she says, what she needs to say. I love when they went into like her storyline too from where she was younger. Like Yeah. I love that. Cause even even that, like I just love like that's couple schools. Just right. like the two of them and even how like he's because he was adopted and 
like he was taken into a family and loved. I appreciated that the fact that he tried to keep it going and how like they're all kind of keeping it going to where, hey, we did this. We took someone in to love them. Like we were like someone was taken in to love them. So now we have to just keep paying it forward and like take someone right. else in and show them the love. So then it kind of everyone it kind of leaves it's a greater love for like the whole world right you know it's like i mean they had a bond from the beginning like she lost her dad he lost his dad like in college or whatever like when he first started so it's just like they had that like genuine like same connection same feeling same bond type thing so i'm just happy like to see that they made it through that like they're like their family's like i mean it's not perfect but their goals like yeah for sure because even knowing that like when randall was about to have the breakdown that like hey you need to go see someone Mm -hmm. and like she didn't kind of like she knew that like it was something that it was something he needed to get out and she didn't try to like patty cake it or like hide it under the rug which is kind of what the pearson clan does Mm -hmm. they don't really like push the person to like nah you need to talk this out but she was just kind of there to like hey no 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 we're not sweeping this under the rug you need to get this out and deal with this now right that's you know it's kind of like i'm right here my shoulder's right here <laughs> you right. lean on it and we go work it out together <laughs> like, but we, we're not gonna hide this and that i think everyone could use someone like that right it just shows like her strength I mean, I'm speaking for myself, like, as a black woman, like, that is usually our role. Like, we are, like, the backbone. I mean, I'm I'm sure you saw, like, Stacey Abrams and everything, like, backbone of, like, America. But, like, we always do have to be strong for other people a lot. And it's, like, oftentimes, like, it's exhausting, but, like, it's also, like, powerful to see it, like, to see Beth do that for Randall. And, like, like at that episode, I feel it was, like, I don't remember what episode it was. It was like basically the episode after him and Kevin got in the argument. Yeah. And she like sat down and talked to him about it and like everything that was going on with Black Lives Matter. And she was just like, yo, like we fight on. Like, and when she said that, like I lost it. And he was just like, yeah. I was like, oh, like she was yeah. there supporting him, words of encouragement. Like, oh my gosh, it was so good. It was, it was great. But no, you were right. Black women are, you know, they're the backbone. We'd be here. Yeah. It's, yeah because you know we'd be lost completely lost because men are dumb (laughs) 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 this is us oh everybody should watch it everyone should watch it like if just for the sake of it's a great television show and you know, if you it's it's a great show. Everybody should watch it. Period. <laughs> Not even gonna try to sell it. It's a great show. Watch it. Right. And it's one of those shows that you're sold. First episode, you're sold. Like yep. you don't need to like get into it. Like you're sold. That's it. Yeah. I I appreciate shows like that to where like you don't have to watch a couple episodes before you agree mm-hmm. to it. Like they pull you right in from the beginning. Yeah, I'm like, let's get into it. Get into the deep stuff. Like, start it off. First yeah. scene, I'm ready. 
This has been fun. So fun. I don't have too much else written down here on my new notepad. <laughs> okay, new notepad. <laughs> you know. But yeah, Nicole, thank you for doing thank this. You. Of course. Um, I just want to say like thank you so much. Like I like I was saying to you before, but this is my first podcasting you ever. So I'm happy. I'm grateful. Like I'm happy it's about my brand. Like she tuned in, and I'm happy it's about television because TV series, like TV in general, is like my everything. So like, thank you so much for being my first one. No problem. You know, and I definitely, you know, we got to come back and do this again sometime. Of course. You know, collaborate. I'm with it. Collaborations. That's what we got to do moving forward. Yes. Yeah, well, thank you so much. No problem. Like she said, she's tuned in on Instagram. Go give her yes. a follow for all like the great too. illustrations on television <laughs> and TV commentary. Yes. Yeah. But all right. Think we're good. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. All right. You're welcome. I guess. Talk to you soon. All right. All right. Bye. Bye.